Kia ora and welcome to this episode of the Healing Our Identity podcast. I'm joined by Peho Howden, a Māori woman who has spent the last 17 years in Australia Gold Coast. Peho is the founder and creator behind Healing Winds. She is a natural-born seer, traditionally known as a matakite. She was initiated into her work by her ancestors through ancient shamanic tikanga. Although she does not boast about this, as she understands full and well the responsibilities that come with her practice and her gifts. So a lot of the time when I'm working with people, especially when it comes to identity, I am standing up as the conduit, not as the healer. I stand up as the pipeline, the instrument, the vessel. Literally so. You may have heard it. You may have heard people say those words, but I am literally that when people come into the space. Welcome to Cultures of Change, the podcast, where we are having conversations about healing our identity. We bring you the strategies and conscious thinking for you to grow your confidence and understand your abilities to create the future that you choose. For much of my life, I carried the feeling that I wasn't Māori enough. Growing up in Australia, disconnected from my country and being immersed in my culture, That was until I realised everything I was yearning for was within me. My mana is my own and I am enough. I'm Erica McCready, a proud Māori woman living on Yugambeh land. I'm a cross-cultural communication specialist and have worked with hundreds of First Nations people globally. I'm the co-founder of Cultures of Change and I'm passionate about supporting Indigenous women to find their inner wisdom These conversations draw on the power and knowledge of the strong women who have walked before us. Kia ora and welcome to this episode of the Healing Our Identity podcast. I'm joined by a very special guest, Peho Howden. I will be introducing you to Peho in just a moment. But before we get started, as we always do, I want to start by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land and seas where I live and work here in Mijing, the Turnbull, Yagara and Jagara nations. I acknowledge my ancestors who I come with, Ngāti Raukaua, Te Aitangahauti, my English ancestry. And I want to acknowledge your ancestors and wherever it is that you are tuning in from. And give my thanks for your continued support, tuning in to these conversations and liking and sharing and commenting and getting these conversations out there into the world to more people. Thank you deeply. I'm excited to introduce you to Peho. She was raised in Ruatahuna, Te Uriwa in the North Island of New Zealand by her parents Poe and Judy Howden and has been living in Australia Gold Coast for over 17 years. Peho has always been involved in work where service to people is concerned and one day she was compelled to answer her true calling which led her away from the security of nine to five work to start traditional Māori healing and so began Healing Winds. Peho testifies to her unfailing love of God, Eeyore, for her abilities and capabilities to help others. 
She is a natural-born seer, traditionally known as a matakite. She was initiated into her work by her ancestors through ancient shamanic tikanga protocol and does not boast this, as she understands full and well the responsibilities that come with her practice and gifts. Peho has always had a heart for people and finds each day a blessing for her as she lives through her own healing journey through stage four cervical cancer and continues her work in faith, trust and love. We go back such a long way and you're such a big part of the the, the beginning of my journey, um, really diving into this space and, and really seeking support. And, yeah. you know, we spent a good year together and I'm due back. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. At the same time, I'm like, hmm, what will we talk about today? And I know it's all about healing identity. That's your co-papa. Um, and as I was saying before, I talk about healing identity a lot, but just not in the context where someone would ask me, you know, what does that mean to you? I'm, I'm like, mm, blank, a little bit blank. I'm like, although, like I said, I talk about it all the time. Yeah. All the time. Just not in the way that uh, a lot of people might be used to it. Absolutely. <laughs> Put it that way. Absolutely. And it's not lost on me that healing our identity is a paradox in itself. Mm. I, talk, I talk about identity as being something of shedding layers and labels and, and roles and responsibilities. And yet the very word identity invokes that. So it's not mm. lost on me that, that the name is a paradox in itself. And speaking of identity, uh, tikanga or uh, Māori tikanga or protocol, uh, when we introduce ourselves, we go through our pepeha so that people understand where I come from um, and my lineage as far back as we go in the pepeha. Uh, で、チマトナメテフカムチナナメカトワ。こうやってチマトナメテフカムチナナメカトワ。あ、記憶チープな気がチープな方はてなら、こうやってなら、こうやってなら、こうやってなら、こうやってなら、こうやってなら、こうや
<laughs> so I'm just talking about where I'm from. I am from Aotearoa, um, New Zealand, North Island, a rural area called Ruatahuna, where um, where we had such uh, spiritual leaders such as Ruakenana, Te Koti, um, from that area and that tribe Tuhoi. So, kia ora, everyone. Good to be here. <laughs> so that's who I am, my identity. Thank you. Where mm. would you like to start? Where would you like to start your corridor today? Wow. Um, as, as I was going through that, I was actually reflecting back on when I first arrived here and it's got a lot to do with tikanga and protocol um, in relation to healing our identity. For me, it's always been important to carry the tikanga that I've learned from home inside me and carry it around wherever I go. Um, so many, I've been here over, over 17 years, so... I know that there are a lot of our people here, Māori, uh, who have not grown up with the protocol, with the teachings from home and what it means to respect the land when we go onto someone else's land, etc. So that's where my mind went. That's where my heart went, back to the tikanga and back to the protocol and um, how we carry that because tikanga is not outside of us. Tikanga, um, when we come into the true knowing of who we are as Māori people or as a people and the identity to eel to God. Um, hmm. As we come into that, we understand that tikanga is not outside of us. It is a teaching that is a way of being for us. We carry this way of being. We have the codes. We have everything instructed already in us. Um, and, yeah. That's, that's where I'd like to go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like our listeners have got a snapshot of what it's like to sit with you from, mm. your, from your introduction, from your um, sharing in the beginning. And certainly for me, as you say, when you were speaking just before, I close my eyes and I'm taken to a different space. You're speaking to my soul. You're speaking within my bones and it's... And mm. And it, you know, ignites within. So it really reminds me of um, sitting with you many times in in a space of healing, and you holding space for me. And I was transported back to that in that moment. So I feel like you've just gifted the listeners and this this window of insight into what it's like to to sit with you. Mm. So thank you. It's very um, out of this world, eh? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I was thinking just then actually that, um, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking everyone closed their eyes and received this. And I wanted to say, pause the, pause the podcast, rewind back to the beginning, listen again and close your eyes. Yeah, that's it. Um, I remember when I first started and I um, really, really started to go into the journey with soul, the journey with our people, all people, all nations, remembering the the things that I had to overcome because I had not truly understood who I was until recent years. So just going through it, trusting as much as I did back then and so on. And this is, I'm talking about over 15 years ago and before I came into that true identity of who I was, which is the infinite space, which is the nothing, which is the void. And that's usually where I take people. I take them into that space to strip them of all titles, all labels. And it's quite a daunting process for a lot of people you know because of the attachments that we have here on earth the attachments to each other the attachments to our name the attachments to what we do all these different attachments um that keep us in lockdown but uh i guess a lot of people until they come into the truth of who they really are they don't they don't really see it they don't really understand it and so that's part of my um mission is to help people open up to that yeah it's so when, fun it's fun yes mm. well i don't know if it's fun in the moment uh, <laughs> uh with you but it certainly is afterwards the lightness is, is very very clear walking out of your space um <laughs> when did you you know you've you've been in australia for 17 years but always connected back home that that doesn't leave you when did you start doing midi midi and rumi rumi and would you mind kind of explaining what that is for yeah. our listeners. So traditional Māori healing, um, I was doing uh, as a hobby um, in 2009, 2009, so on the side of full-time work. And uh, back then there were no video calls, there was no Zoom, none of this flash gadget stuff, you know. And I was doing everything distant, everything over the phone and through chat. Facebook chat, and that's it. So I never, I was never actually in front of anyone physically. Mm. And so um, it's interesting too because I see a lot more when people are not in front of me, there's no distractions. There's no expectations that they may have or dictation from what they would like. It's like, it's just clear, clear view, clear view. Um, and I... Uh, Māori healing, I never grew up around it. I was never taught it back home. Uh, it definitely came came a knocking for me. <laughs> In uh, more so 2011 when the spiritual awakening, the initiation started with my ancestors and um, the call to come home, we call it, come home and return to the truth of, of who I am. Uh, yeah, really kicked off in 2011. Māori healing is uh, a combination of multidimensional energy healing and and physically body work as well, body work 
the body work we use so that we can get into the tissues to help people unblock um, by way of agitating the body, as you know, Erica. <laughs> Very well, yes. <laughs> and that helps to move memory. So we're working on a cellular level all the time when it comes to Māori healing. At least that's what I'm doing. I could, probably can only speak for myself and the way I do it because I know that my work has turned into my signature work. Often I'm told you need to find a name for what you do because it's not that and it's not that and it's not that. It's all these different parts or all these different pieces of everything that's already out there, you know. And the way I under, uh, explain it to people is it's because the ancient healing and Māori healing predates Western healing. So we already had it. Where uh, indigenous people are already designed with it. It's, it's always been there. And then came the colonialism, uh, the segregation, the separation from our identity as Māori people, as indigenous people. And so it uh, rippled out through the generations from that point. And uh, we find our people, I find a lot of our people seeking, searching, who am I, who am I, who am I, in so much desperation, so much desperation um, because of that, because of that separation. And so, yeah, there are many of us out there who are uh, on a mission by higher calling to bring our people back to who they really are. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Māori healing. Māori healing is very expansive, very infinite. We definitely are aligned with God. It's a God space. As in the God self, the higher self, God, and whatever you want to call that power. Yeah. And so the first thing that comes to me is that, therefore, you can't label it. There aren't words to describe it. So I've never, oh my goodness, Erica, I've never heard so many labels until I got here. At home, I knew it as healing. I come here, I'm asked, you know, what modality do you use? What do you do? What's it called? What's this? It's called healing. <laughs> yes, but what type? You know, I get asked that a lot. Um, and, you know, love and blessings to them that healing is not enough for them to understand that it's it's all healing it's all healing everything that we're doing is healing uh so many different names you know energy healing reiki healing theta healing and so on all these different labels it's healing yeah. the energy source is coming from the same source the highest source the god source i call it and it's coming through us so a lot of the time when I'm working with people, especially when it comes to identity, I am standing up as the conduit, not as the healer. I stand up as the pipeline, the instrument, the vessel. Literally so. You may have heard it. You may have heard people say those words, but I am literally that when people come into the space. That's why um, people, as you mentioned earlier, are transported to somewhere <laughs> where the soul knows Yes, to integrate it with the physical, with the physical being that the person is. Mm. Yeah. It's healing. It's healing, Fano. It's all healing. <laughs> Absolutely. And so so are these conversations, you know, these conversations are are an expression of of a depth 
that you know we're we're putting out there and yeah. uh, we're putting out there without boundary, without without barriers. I um, love that. Yeah, without boundary, and that's that's key. That's key to being ide- uh, you know, to the identity, the true identity of who I am. I'll speak for myself. It's no boundary because we got to. It's it's an infinite space. It's a. I find myself sometimes, and I'm walking on this timeline, and everything outside of me is on a different timeline. <laughs> if that makes sense. Do you want to talk into that a little bit? It does make sense to me because. It, it just does. It, yeah. You know, that's my so, um, Timelines, let's give it um, who I was and who I am now after waking up are two different timelines, <laughs> two different spaces. Although there are many people who still look at me like, who they used to know and they want me to go back there because that was their comfort zone for them, for me and them and our relationship then. Please come back to the way you were. No, thank you. Mm. I have now transported, transformed myself into my awakening, you know, um, and awakened to who I am. So there's no going back to that timeline. No matter how much I try, it's not going to happen. <laughs> And why would I? It's it's really uncomfortable back there now, you know? So much so that when people come into my space and, and I can see where I used to be in these people and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just want to hug them back to life because I've been there. I've been in the ruts. I've been through all that they have experienced already. But I've the only difference between me and them is not because I'm a chosen one, not because I'm special. No, God doesn't tell me that. What God says is, You've woken up. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. So that's timelines in the short of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably that's... what I can share. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for at least just touching on it for anybody who's questioning like, what? Just getting, yeah. getting, a, getting a piece of that. I'm Erica McCready, the founder of Healing Our Identity, a platform for Indigenous women to share our stories, our knowledge and our life experiences. With 12 years experience working in Indigenous land and sea management across North Australia and with First Nations groups at home in Aotearoa, New Zealand and around the world, I have had the privilege and honour to work with and be mentored by many strong Indigenous women who have supported me to stand strong in who I am. Healing our identity is all about that. Real conversations about the challenges and experiences that have shaped our perspectives as Indigenous women and the healing that grew through accepting and honouring who we truly are. I've prepared a very special masterclass for you, Reclaim Your Identity. It's available now for free and you can access it at www.womenreconnecting.com. I'll put all the information in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support. Please like and share our episodes with those who you know need to hear these conversations as well. And don't forget to subscribe. Now, let's get back to this conversation.
how how has your work, your practice, your healing shifted in the past decade in itself? I tell you, it's surreal, you know. I often reflect on it and I think, wow, look what you have done. And all it is is I've woken up. I've woken up in different stages of my life. I've woken up in different situations of my life where I used to think that I had to defend myself and argue a point or, you know, that's all that 3D programming, all the old paradigms and programming where I thought that I used to have to do all of that, where I used to have to get up and go to work nine to five and so on. I have to, I have to, I have to. Uh, It shifted. It started to shift. The more I started to believe in a higher power or the more I started to believe that there was something more. And the epiphany came to me in 2008 or nine. And I was sitting there. It's almost like I was, have you ever seen the movie Lucy? Has anyone seen that? Lucy and she's sitting on the seat and she's teleporting into different paradigms, different worlds. She goes right back to the beginning of time where apes transforming into human, at least that's the imagery that they were showing. Um, she was just teleporting. There's one massive scene at the end of that movie where she's just doing that. So <laughs> that's what I was doing in 2008. And I was teleporting. The whole world was moving. I was still. And every time I looked, there was something there was something outside of me that was saying, this is not you, this is not you, this is not you, this is what you've been taught, this is what you've been programmed to do, this is what's been ingrained in you since you were born. And I sat there and saw it and I came out of it with a breath. My niece was there at the time. She said, Auntie, are you okay? And I said, "Um, things aren't meant to be this way. Things are not meant to be this way. Get up, go to work, come home, get up, go to work, come home, get up, go to work, come home, die. That's not life. That's not living. That's not what he has planned for us. And I woke up to that and then I went back to the grind. (laughs) 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 Let me just learn that a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then from that point, it was um, obviously 2009 is when I started doing uh, the distant healing. Uh, and that was my calling, my light calling. Come on now, wake up. Uh, yeah, and it started to make more and more sense. Things are not meant to be this way. So the way that it's shifted over the 10 years is time itself has expanded, even though there's no such thing as time. So space has expanded itself on itself. And in 24 hours, it's like there's, there's more than that. <laughs> like I could sit down with someone and uh, spend 24 hours with them. It will feel like an entire year mm. has passed. Yeah. Yeah. So space expanding on itself. So that's, that's, that's how it's shifted. That's how it's changed over the years, over 10 years. I've gone from, yeah, it's, it really is. I've gone from who I was to who I really am. And I'm still waking up to who I really am, especially more so since being diagnosed um, 2020 November with cervical cancer stage three. Wow. 
what a stepping stone. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And to articulate that sometimes to the people is often difficult. You know? How do I do it? Oh, Jesus, so many infinite ways to do it, you know? Mm. And it comes down to the design of the person, mm. DNA makeup, mm. level of mental capacity, level of emotional capacity at the time, at the point of um, arriving or at the point of connection. So all of that comes into play. But yes. Boom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is very much boom. And this conversation is boom and, and no doubt lots of people listening will be like boom, boom, boom. Um, but it's such an uh, inspiring conversation to have because it's an inquiry into what's possible. You know, what is more than possible. What is more than possible. If we remove the barriers, if we remove the boundaries, what's out yes. there? Yes. Who are we? Definitely. Oh, it's it's hard to um, no, it's not hard. It's it's interesting. A lot of the time when I reflect on where I was, where I was at least ten years ago, twenty years ago, to where I am now, it's like a whole new world. You know the the what you may be hearing out there from three D to five D, and we're making our way to the new earth, etc. Oh, I've already arrived. I arrived many years ago, you know. I get it. It's like not a, it's not a new planet coming in, Fano. It's not a new planet. It is inside of us. We are the universe and we are transmuting all that old, all those old programmings and those old paradigms in us that we have become accustomed to over a millennia. And we are just um, saying, I don't believe that anymore. Mm. I believe in more, mm. to put it simply, to put it simply. And in that, in that, um, we come to know who we really are. The more and more we wake up to, the more and the more possibilities. And I don't believe that anymore. I'm going to change my belief. Mm. Oh, we start stepping in a new light. Definitely. I feel like you have the uh, capacity and capability to hold space for people at whatever level they're at, you know, whatever level of their healing um, yeah. space, what they're seeking when they come to see you. Do you see a real uh, range of people of, of who seek out your, your space and your healing and your, you know, essentially yeah. your service to them? Yeah, so I um, started off, and this is when I this is an example of old paradigm. I started off thinking that it would be for Maori people, Maori healing for Maori people. And um, I'm in Australia, <laughs> and so Australians come, and it started to knock me around in my old programming. Like, okay, people are coming, you know. Stand up and um, be available for people that are coming. And I had to really let go of cultural connotations, religious connotations as well, 
to allow for the the people to come. Um, and so that was an old programming in me that this is this is the way it's going to go, and it's going to go according to this plan, Pihol's plan, and that's the way it's going to be. And this is all it's going to be. It was very limited. My scope was very limited. Um, so I am finding, yes, uh, over the years I've learned to just let go, no boundaries, as you said, no restrictions, open the door, leave it open for the people that need to come of all nationalities. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, all people, all nations. Yeah. That's my mission. That's my mission. Um, we have babies, toddlers, teenagers, young adolescents, mums and dads, grandmothers and grandfathers. It's not limited. We see them all because they are people. They are God's people. Mm. He wants them to heal. Well, let them come. Mm. And there's been so many times over the years where I, I um, had to check myself and not get caught up in the business system and the way people run business where, you know, choose your niche market and that's the only market you go for. And it's what? Well, my, my niche market is people. <laughs> humans. Yes. My niche market is humans. Yes, humans. Humanity, expansion, that's my niche market. Oh, market, yeah. So all of that was coming at me and I thought, wow, that's so much, so many old paradigms to break down, eh? So many old programmings to to um, defrag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Defrag. Mm. But, uh, yes, people, all kinds of people, corporate people, Everyday people at home, domesticated people, people unemployed, people employed, it doesn't matter. People as people, hetangata, hetangata, hetangata. Yes. <laughs> I have a giggle about that one. Choose your niche market. Hmm. <laughs> yes, I know that very, very well, being in business myself and, and yeah. being in that space. Absolutely. And I do laugh because it's, it's, uh, liberating to hear that the niche is humans actually and my service of helping is not limited to a type a color uh, uh, an age group a this or that uh, all the things a religion yeah 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 that's um i'm hearing that very very strongly it's i think that's all that. people all people so I'm, yeah. I'm not here to convert anyone i'm not here to change your religion <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> It's, it's a bit like that. It's just like, I'm just here. I'm available. I am the conduit. And so yeah. it is. Yeah. That's it. I love that. The door is open for anybody and the trust is within you that the door is open for anybody. Yeah. Whoever's called, whoever walks through it is exactly meant to be there. That's yes. what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I walked through that door many times in a year many, many, many times in a year as I was seeking exactly what you were talking about, a Māori girl growing up in Australia and really seeking back to connection to culture and, and country and tikanga and all of the things. And that, mm. was, that, was, a, that was beautiful for me. It was what I, I did yearn for that and I, and I did receive that 
within your space beautifully for myself. Um, and I really love that. I just wanted to say that in this moment. Thank you. Yes, we remember. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> you know? There are many tears on that table. There is a lot of crying, screaming, shifting yeah. of essence, shifting yeah. of who I was, shifting of who, of who I knew myself to be. Yeah. Um, so the shifting of that consciousness, say that this is who I am, well, welcome. We're here to show you that it's not. We're yeah. here to help you to find who you really are in comparison to who you think you are. Mm. Are you ready? Often... Mm. <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um you i have a beautiful piece of your art hanging on my wall i love uh, that that um i received i'm not sure when 2019 maybe i think 2019 yeah maybe yep 2019 um, still with me, one of my ancestors, and um, so I want to. I want you to talk into your art because I would call you an amazing artist. I Thank you. I know that that's a label, but that's how I'm explaining to our audience. Mm. We explain with words. Um, can you talk to us about your art? The art. The you know what? I've just pulled out the paints and canvases again. So as I was, as I mentioned, I've just recently moved from Gold Coast out to West Brisbane and still kind of settling. And once I did settle enough, I got the calling to pull out the paints again. So I'm working on a, on a piece at the moment um, and, and I'm getting blown away. <laughs> like the art for me is a, is a chance to reconnect to who I am, is really to go deep in with within my soul and channel out the things that I already know, channel out the stories and connections that I've already had with people prior to being here in this lifetime, even from the origin of where they're from. So it's quite a journey. It's another way of healing people as well where uh, through the art, it's a journey. It can take months to do one piece. Um, and in those months, I'm just connecting in to the source and uh, bringing through piece, one piece at a time um, images and stories and chapters of someone's life. I don't know who the someone is until they show up like you did. Yeah. And you looked on the wall and said, that's mine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. Thing. You've been here before. That was on the wall before. Yeah. But then obviously whatever needed to shift out of the way and had been reprogrammed and you'd been reset, you could see it. Yeah. And uh, so it's prophetic is what I've been told. The art is already foretold. So there's a lot of pieces that hang on the wall. People come in, that's mine. Again, I have no doubt that it is. Mm. I have no doubt. Um, because, uh, so, I'll, and when I receive the images and when I'm, when I'm being one with the canvas or if I'm doing a drawing, I just let it go, let it be. 
and um, I don't I don't often get the story because the storyteller hasn't showed up yet. It's not me. I'm just the one. How do I explain it? I'm just the messenger, and I'm bringing the illustration or the image through to remind whoever it is that, hey, this is you, and this is why you're here, mm. and this is the grander part of you or the higher self of you. There's a lot of things that you know, but like you did, telling the story about the art piece that you received, yeah. it's the first time I heard the story. Does and that one, make sense? Absolutely, and that story didn't come through immediately. So no. I remember finishing a session, I think, and I yes with you and I looked up and I said, oh, is that new? That's mine. And you said, no, it's been here every time you have. And I went, oh, <laughs> I've never seen it before. Yeah. And so I took it home and it came, the meaning of that came through you know, a couple of days later. It might have been that afternoon, but it came through when I was able to sit with it and it was obvious. And mm. um, I sent that to you. What's really interesting is that I looked at it. I can see it now. It's right down the end of the uh, room. But I looked at it uh, yesterday and I noticed something different in it again. So yeah. The spiral is very much in my space at the moment and there are spirals all the way through it. Um, and I do remember you saying to me when I, when I received it from you that there are ancient symbols in it. Don't ask me what they mean, but they're in there. And <laughs> so yes. I saw one yesterday. And, yes, I know we're talking today and we haven't talked for some time, but, mm. um, yeah, it's all perfect, isn't it? So, yes. so that's got a story in it in itself that is yet to be known to me as well. Mm. So it keeps coming. It's amazing. I love it. So I love I love the art. It's another way that I um, help people to heal, help people to heal the past. So that's what I do, heal the past, give life to your future, um, reset, let go of old paradigms. Let's uh, reprogram those old beliefs, bring you into a new timeline, bring you into a new space, bring you into the infinite space. And through the art, I'm able to do that with people. So um, art workshops, I will, I hold, I hold space and art workshops where people are just free to express. They see themselves by the end of three hours. I'll tell you, it's a three hour intense spiritual workshop where people get to see the artists that they are. You know, they come in with their doubts and they come in with their self-judgment. I cannot draw. I cannot draw by the end of it or frame it. You're an artist, you know. Um, but more so delving into the soul and bringing out that expression, bringing out the expression of the soul and where they're at and where they were, where they are now, and their, their potential their higher potential so those three things um unfold during an art workshop and i love it <laughs> i love it you know mm. are you so how can we engage with you and your space and your services 
talking about your art workshops. Let yep. us know when the next one is up so, so mm. we can communicate that to our community as well. Um, so Instagram, Facebook, website, website, www.healingwinds.com.au, um, Facebook and Instagram at HealingWindsGC. Most of the time I'll just plug it up because I work very much on a system that is built in me and it can often be spontaneous. So if I feel like there's a workshop to be held, I put it out straight away. Three weeks' time, we're holding a workshop. There's none of this marketing where you build up, etc. Sorry about it. That's just not in me. Maybe. Maybe I might have to adopt some of that structure <laughs> to play along. I don't know. But usually it's... it's um, for a lot of people, it seems like I'm on a whim and I'm very inconsistent. I've been labeled that inconsistent. I say, no, I'm just being me and I don't feel to put it out yet because he hasn't called me up on the platform to do a workshop yet. So until God does, I will not. And yeah. so, it, you know, it's full faith and full trust, Fano, yeah. in who I am. You know, I'm not here. I'm not here for the likes, the loves, the care bears and the thumbs up. You know, I'm not here for that. I'm here to provide a service. I'm here to be the conduit for the people. I'm here to be available for the people when it's called for me to be available or when I feel like, yeah, I want to I wanna go play. <laughs> I want to go play. Mm -hmm. So at Healing Winds GC Instagram and Facebook, I often just put it up there, workshops coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And they always sell out, I see as well. So, yes. Working on a lot of workshops. There's the art workshops, the self healing workshops, so people can take home the tools about the how to, how to journey into soul as well. The group healing workshops, the group healing platform, and the medium platform as well. And, 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 and. Yeah. <laughs> and watch this space. Yes, and watch this space. Thank yeah. you. I'll put Thanks. all I'll put all of your links in the um, the show notes for this podcast as well, so that people can just find them immediately huh. and go and follow you. I know that you do lots of um, lives on your pages as well, speaking yes. to many different things. Well, now that I'm settled after the move, I'm, I'm I've actually settled a lot more now. Um, we're kind of finding a way, me and my children have found our way back into kind of some kind of routine now since we've moved. So, yeah, there'll be more of that, hitting it before Christmas. Yeah, beautiful. I, before we go, I'd like to ask you the question of when I say to you healing our identity, what does it bring up? What's your first thought? Oh, the pain of yesterday, <laughs> as in yesteryear. Yeah. I go into a, um, it's almost like um, returning to Mother Earth, returning to her, returning to Papa Tuanuku, returning to Mother Gaia to really find out who that is, especially for our women. So in, in our culture, Māori, um, that's where we come from. We were designed from her. Healing our identity, that's where I'm taken to. Return to Papa Tuanuku, return to Mother Gaia. 
she will show you who you really are. She will ground you. She will hold you. She will heal you of the things that have been uh, ingrained in you, put on you, and uh, to simultaneous healing that when we heal, she heals, especially mm. our women. Mm. Thank you. Are there any last thoughts that you've got? But before yeah. we go today, is there any last words that you wanted yeah. to share? Come home. Now, women, come home. It's time to come home. Come home means return to the natural self, natural who you are. Let go of what you think matters so that you can see what really matters. Um, our women are getting such a calling not to take any focus away from our men, but um, more so. Our women are being called up to rise up, and I know there's a fight out there in you to hold on to these attachments that you have. We're saying let them go. We're saying trust the process, trust the higher power, whatever you call it. Um, trust the divine in you and your internal intelligence to to guide you, to be the guiding light in your life from now on. Let go of the attachments. We say let go of the attachments that you have of the material world. Mm. It's time for us to rise up. Thank you, Peho. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Cultures of Change, Healing Our Identity. If you liked this episode and it resonated with you, please share amongst your networks so we can get the message out to more women who need to hear it. Please tag me in any shares on Facebook or Instagram at Cultures of Change and feel free to reach out, message me, or check out our website, www.culturesofchange.com.au. Remember to like and subscribe to our podcast so you know when our next new episode is out. Thank you so much for joining me for these conversations. I love having you here and I look forward to seeing you in the next one.